Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. And I'd also like to welcome you to our final session of the Extraordinarily So series. So I am feeling all the feelings. I am participating uh, in this weekend in the CellCore eco-conference, and it's been so rewarding. I think I have cried, I don't know, five or six times because we're just, we're doing it. Like I am at this place on this journey where I know it's going to be constantly evolving And I feel like I have so many of the pieces in place. And so to be at a conference where we're talking about things like Lyme and parasites and uh, detoxification, you know, we cover that inside my program called Cleansing Circle, soon to be Harmonize Her Method. And, you know, the fact that we're talking about Yoni steaming, again, we cover that in Harmonize Her. I'll talk about mineralization. Yep, check the box. We cover that in my programs. And then there was a whole session on the quantum terrain, which we also cover. So it's just so good. I feel so alive. And I also am just seeing so many incredible testimonials and results roll in. And it just has me feeling like, I don't know, I'm just, I have the best seat in the house. Um, the fact that I get to journey with you and be part of your health upgrades, uh, be part of your reprogramming of your belief system, um, expanding what you believe is possible that you can do in your life. It just, yeah, I'm just feeling the feeling, feeling joy, feeling gratitude, feeling so thankful And this truly has been a year of really uh, having that gratification fully that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And it's been so affirming that so many of these parts that I've worked so hard to put together that I felt like I was on my own putting these together. It's like, No, like all of us have been working to put this together. And now I sit here and I'm like, dang, we are solid. We are so solid in what we offer and how we support women, how we support children. It's so good. So of course, always here to evolve, but it just feels like we're in a really, really good place. So I hope you took a moment to do the homework, uh, had that moment of stillness with the dandelion puff or even a plant or a tree and allowed yourself to receive information. And I know, (laughs) I know it may seem silly, especially if this is a new concept to you. Um, But 
being in that kid-like energy is so important to the manifestation process. It's being in the energy with the dandelion puff as my example and, and feeling the energy of like, what if, like, what if, can you imagine? Because every single one of us has the coding that maybe, maybe means yes. And it's unfortunate because as we've grown up or depending on our childhood, we let maybe mean no. And so anytime there was a maybe, it just meant no to us. We have the coding. And so when it comes to doing this walk and co-creating your life, you have to be willing to play in the energy of the quantum field and to be in the energy of maybe, maybe means yes. And to activate that kid-like belief that you get to have it, that you can do it, that anything is possible. So I wanted you to feel that. And even if it meant this feeling of silliness or what the heck am I doing? If you can connect to that and feel the energy of what if, can you imagine you are doing it? If that is coming from a pure place, and if you pick up that dandelion puff and you have the moment and you make the wish, you've activated something because of how it made you feel. And I also love that the dandelion puff forevermore, I hope, reflects to you this frequency of extraordinarily so. So whether you get a postcard in the mail or see it on a shirt or see an ad, see it in a yard, see it in a, you know, a portrait, I want you to remember every single time you see it, what's possible when you work with this frequency. So also remember that all of these tiny moments that we have, these tiny connection moments, these tiny aha moments, these breakthrough moments that maybe aren't so tiny, but all of these moments are really what scale up our lives. And it's really too big uh, for the mind to even begin to comprehend. So don't try to make sense of this exercise or this conversation with your mind because you won't. (laughs) Um, So I want to take a moment to recap where we've been. So session one, which was episode 79, we learned that extraordinarily so is the frequency of highest potentiality. Whatever we desire is already here. We just can't see it yet. But if we play in the realm of faith and trust, it will be extraordinarily so. And there are so many signs along the way that confirm to us to be patient, to trust the process, and to know with every fabric of our being that it's on its way. So how often are you seeing 111, 1111, 333, or finding connection with nature or signs or things that are special to you. These conversations, if you were open, likely amped that up. I am seeing it all day. And I love that. It's those nudges that are like, listen, you are on the right path. Keep going. This is the direction. Or when we're thinking a thought, it's that reminder of snap out of it. Remember, 
who you are. Remember your truth. Remember that what you want is already here, even if you can't see it yet. Then in episode two, or session two, I should say, which was episode 80, we explored plant medicine and studied the dandelion, specifically the puff of the dandelion, which again is the visual for the frequency of extraordinarily so. And in this instance, and in this story that I am writing, a dandelion puff represents our desire and the individual seeds. They look like magic wands and those magic wands is how, how this is all being divinely orchestrated. So just picture the little magic wands connecting all the dots, lining up all the people, the places, completely conspiring on your behalf. What I love so much about the visual of the dandelion is it shows us how abundant you get to dream. One desire can lead to a field of desires within a short amount of time. The field of dandelions only became a field because of one. And if we think of our dandelions like desires, we can so easily see that the path to more desire is to have your first one. It takes one desire for there to be more desires. And the more you desire, the more you will magnetize magic into your life. This week alone, my team and I have like literally moved mountains. There are so many things happening behind the scenes. There are so many desires that are popping up because of one desire. My one desire to step into this work full time that led me to creating Fiercely Empowered Mama that led me to boom, 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 boom. I mean, look at what femme is. If you were in femme in the beginning and you're in femme now, you can see the transformation that I've had a lot of desire for what I want to bring to the world and how I want this walk to look. Like you can see evidence of that growth. It didn't happen all at once. But from one desire led to the next desire to led to the next desire. That's, and obviously, femme didn't, wasn't the starting point of the desire. We can go way back, way back to the beginning of when I got so sick and nobody could tell me what was wrong with me. All they could do was give me prescription meds and send me for more testing, more testing, more testing. And I had that connection, that spiritual connection that said, this is for me. This is my purpose, even if I don't understand what that means yet. And it's what I call that fall on my knees connection to God moment of like, I surrender. I get it that you had to make this so bad for me to finally wake up to what I'm here for. And even then I didn't fully understand it. I just started working on my own health. And then that desire led to... If I can do this with my own health, could I possibly help other people with their own health? And then I become a health coach. And then I'm finding naturopathy. And it's like, oh my gosh, like what if I was a naturopath? You know, there are so many desires that led to other desires. When you desire, you are activated. 
And when you start to trust and receive, you walk this path only one way. You are so grateful for where you are and you are so beyond excited about where you're going. It's gratitude and desire, gratitude and desire. There's no other way. And all of this starts with a decision, a decision that you're ready to change, that you are ready for more. Every single transformation story has this moment in it where the person declared that it was their time. They decided to change and they change. Now we reinvent ourselves thousands and thousands of times on this path because as you walk this path, you expand your capacity for more. You expand what you believe you can do, what you believe you can be, what you believe you can have. That expansion only happens by doing the walk and plugging into conversations just like this. These conversations that we have together on the Fiercely Awakening podcast and in some of my programs, these conversations are what put your ego to ease and allow you to dream bigger and bigger. It allows you to step way outside your comfort zone and leave the land of the ego territory, which is familiarity. Because if you don't do this, here's what you do. You're stuck in the void. And you take yourself out of the game. And you say things like, must not be for me right now. Must not be for me right now. I must not have what it takes. I must not be the right person. I must not be worthy to make this happen. We always got to go back to the question. What do you want? Because we always hold that. What do you want? It is so unique to you. What you want is not what I want. That's what makes it beautiful. What you want is so unique to you. It is meant to be yours. So it's interesting how many of us, if we're being honest, all of us, (laughs) don't like the word no. If it comes to what I can do or have, no is by far my least favorite word. Now, I'm a manifester in human design. I'm an Enneagram 3 and I'm a Taurus. I do not like to be told so much what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and I especially don't like to be told that I can't do it. So no is not my favorite word. It's also, interestingly, not a word that my son likes very much either, and honestly, I don't blame him. But I also have come to believe that the universe doesn't really like to be met with a no. When you're getting all these nudges, all these downloads, all these things are lining up and you're not moving, it's like a big fat, no thanks universe. 
Of course, there is divine timing and of course, there is a divine order. But on my journey, it came to a point where I was getting all the nudges, all the signs to leave my corporate job and take the leap. Get on with your purpose, woman. (laughs) I still wasn't leaping. I hired coaches. Leap. Mm, Maybe in a year. Maybe next year. It's really hard when you love what you do. It's really hard when you love who you're doing it with. It's really hard when you're good at something. And you're like, why would I leave this? This is good. I got a good thing going. If you feel, and if you're getting the nudges, that you're supposed to be somewhere else, this is where this conversation is relevant. I, on this journey, was this this role had served me, but it reached a point where I now needed to take the leap and go out on my own and step in to this work full time. I need to be doing what I'm doing right now. And that was so terrifying. So because that was the circumstances that I was in, I was getting the signs of you're ready. It is time. Okay. And sooner than later, (laughs) later, really, I had this, after ignoring the signs, ignoring, yeah, I'll do it next year, maybe in a couple years, I'll be ready in three years, whatever I was telling myself, I had this full body realization that if I didn't start listening to these signs, I was likely going to call a bit of a storm into my life. Whether that would have been getting fired, getting pushed out, or something more dramatic, okay? If I didn't make a move and make a move soon, it just might escalate into forcing me to make the move. Someone that I know recently made a big move from Michigan to another state, and even though it made no sense for her to make the move, she said, I had this feeling that if I... I had this feeling, she said, that I didn't have a choice. If I didn't make the move, then the move would find me and it would not be a pleasant experience. So think about this for a minute. How many times have you not listened to your intuition and have called in a bit of chaos into your life? You're like asking for the sign The universe is like, here's your sign. And they're like, I want a bigger sign. Can I have a better sign? Is there a different sign that I could have? And it's like, oh my gosh, how many signs can we give you? I have told clients in the past, like when they're going through big, scary things, I say, there's no reason you can't ask for something to be made billboard clear, like make it billboard clear for me. But when the universe makes it billboard clear for you, like you're driving down the highway and it's like, this is your sign. And you say, I want a bigger one after you asked for it to be billboard clear. This is when we start to invite a little bit of chaos in our life because we are not listening. We are operating out of fear, and we are letting ego drive. We are asking for the signs and then we're ignoring the signs. I want to take a pause right here to say, because this just made me think of something. 
Some of you have been getting signs for a long time, like, you know, 1111 or 333 or finding feathers or whatever your thing is, finding pennies. And, and sometimes we become desensitized to this. It's like, oh, it's 1111. Oh, it's, it's a feather. Cool. Oh, I found a penny. Nice. I would really pay attention to that because this is also problematic. When you're getting signs and you're like, cool, I like to say, I like to just use this as a way to activate feelings inside of me because I know feelings are everything. So when I'm like, oh, it's 11-11, woo, you know, hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, whatever it is. I'm like, when I find a feather, it like gets displayed in my office. Like I have this really cool thing that I bought from Etsy that I can just poke my little feathers in. Like it is I so appreciate this. If I find a penny, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so abundant. Like I get so stoked about these signs. And if I find, if I catch myself or I take those signs for granted, I'm like, snap out of it. You are working in full blown autopilot that you're not even appreciating the beautiful signs of love So again, that's a, it's a conversation that we can deepen on a different time, but going back to this thing, it can, these two can connect. You can be getting these signs and you, and you can be like, okay, well, that's, that's a good one. Um, I think I want a different sign. <laughs> I believe that when we ignore these signs, we have a tendency for life to get a little chaotic. Because it's like, if you're not going to move, I'm going to find a way to make you move. Move. So it's important for us to have standards and boundaries. And also realize that you not liking the word no is a mirror. You don't like the word no. They don't like the word no. The universe doesn't like the word no. So when it comes to what you can have, what you can be, what you can achieve, what you can do, when it comes to your quality of life, to your dreams, to your desires, when you work with yes to yourself, yes to your pleasure, yes to your desires, then you're met with yes energy. It's the frequencies of the doors opening and the path being made. So let's talk about desire for a second. I want you to think for a moment where it is that you're desiring the most upgrade in your life right now. Does it have to do with having more time, having more money, having better health, stronger, deeper relationships, uh, alignment to your purpose. Maybe it's a combination of a few of these things. What is it that you desire most right now to call into your life? I want you to close your eyes, assuming you're not driving, and just really lock it in. And if you can, write it on paper. If you're able to, I want you to come back and, and close your eyes again. And I want you to take three deep breaths. 
in through your nose and then out through your mouth and just allow it to make a noise. Do that three times with or without sound. And I want you to think about a time that you knew something was for you and you trusted it. You did it even though maybe it made zero sense. You just knew it was a move you had to make. It was a purchase or a decision that you made. Or even though you may have been afraid, you didn't question it. You just knew. And I want you to trust whatever is coming to you. So whether you're able to see a visual or a memory is coming through strong, trust that. And in your mind's eye, I want you to go back into the energy of making this decision or knowing that this was your move. And I want you to feel where you can feel this in your body. It may be subtle, but you'll feel a certain feeling in your body and it's likely going to be strongest in one area. And there's no right or wrong answers here. It's going to be unique to you. Now, when you have that feeling in your body, I want you to remember it. This is essence. This is truth. This is one way to know what's in alignment for your highest good. So I was watching a movie with my husband the other day. And um, there's so few ones that I am inclined to watch, but this one... I was interested. It was called Air. It was the story of uh, the Michael Jordan, the Jordan Air shoes. Really good story. But you'll see the feeling, the feeling of knowing. I, I want you to watch that and pay attention to that, how that's displayed. It didn't make sense, but there was a feeling that he felt that this is it and he pursued it. You have those stories in your life. There are things that you have wanted that you pursued. It did not make sense, but you trusted and you felt it in your body. I know the first time that I did this exercise, I think that I, uh, I'm pretty sure the memory that came through when I did this was the day that I went looking for Monty, my dog. My husband was like, if you're serious about getting a dog, you you better start looking. I was like, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. It's not the right time. And then one morning I woke up and I felt it. It's today is a day. And I started searching on Google and then I muscle tested where to go. And it's a really cool story that I tell in the dog podcast. Um, but I remember feeling it in my body. I can go back there and I can feel in my body where I felt that. That sense of truth of like, it just is. This is truth. Okay, back to this exercise. Close your eyes again. Hand on your heart, one hand on your womb space. Obviously, don't do this if you're driving. But now I want you to think about a time that you made a fear-based decision. 
You knew it then, and now in hindsight, you know it was 100% for your base. You either made the decision because you convinced yourself you couldn't afford it, or you made the decision because you were working with lack of time, energy, or it was just straight up in the frequency of fear. It was a reactive, knee-jerk decision where ego took the wheel and called the shot. And I want you to allow the memory to come to you. And I want you to trust it. Whether it's a visual or you just remember the moment. And again, once you have that moment, feel into where you feel this in your body. Replay in your mind's eye making the decision. What are you feeling in your body? Where is that the strongest? Do you feel it in a certain chakra? Is it strongest in the upper part of your body, the middle, the lower? This is ego land. And a lot of people will have memories of making a, a medical decision. That's very reaction. They will also have other decisions, you know, uh, ending friendships, ending relationships, uh, doing things abruptly because they were allowing ego to drive. So again, make note of this. Now there's a major difference of energy that will pulsate through you when you're making a soul-aligned truth decision versus an ego decision. And knowing how to discern between how this feels in your body is freedom. Because when you make decisions from alignment, you start to have so much more time. You're not doing all the things. You're only doing the things that are truly are for your highest good, thus for the highest good of all. Okay, so part two of this conversation is absolutely essential for calibrating to a life that you love. I know it's something that we have likely visited before, but it is part of this series. Okay, this is part of this frequency, part of this understanding. So this is about creating a life that you're in love with. And this is a really difficult conversation to have. And so if this part upsets you or makes you squirm or makes you feel uneasy, please know that you're welcome to leave and come back to it when you're ready. And I'd really like to invite you to spend some time journaling through it, but please take the time to heal and come back if you're not ready for this part. So in order to really, really be obsessed with a life that you are co-creating, you're doing this. Remember, you're doing this whether you like it or not, <laughs> because thoughts are things. So in order to do this in a way that is life-giving, you have to be ready to take 100% responsibility for everything in your life, period. And this is a choice that I had to make. And it's a choice that I believe each of us has to make on this path because we are very much human and our default and our programming and our coding is working in lack, lack of time, lack of money, lack of experience, lack of faith, lack of love for ourselves first, thus how we receive love, lack of emotional intelligence, and so on and so on and so on. And because we're human, even if we're working hard on doing the work and changing our default frequency, it is easy for any of us to fall into victim mode from time to time. What's interesting is that you could be taking full responsibility for all of your life except for one or two areas. 
And I will tell you that it is these one or two areas that is going to upgrade your life the most. So I want to do a little exercise together to help you have awareness into these sneaky places where you may still be giving your power away so you can take it back. So the four levels of responsibility, level one is victim. This is everything happens to me. I am not responsible for anything. I am the effect of circumstances around me. I am the tail, not the head. Now, these are probably the biggest conversations that my husband and I have with our son lately is taking full responsibility because he will say things. I know it's my fault, but the reason why I did that, oh, you've already missed, you've already missed it. Or he'll say it wasn't my fault. And so we have to break this down and say everything Everything you are taking responsibility for everything. The person that hit you from behind, you have a responsibility in that. This is bigger than the circumstances. This is taking responsibility that you are have a little antenna on you, and that little antenna is a frequency. And these things are coming into your life. And so when things feel bad or hard, like there is another perception, another offering that exists. When I am going through hard stuff, yes, of course, I want to like whine about it to my mom or my husband, like talk about it. But I know that this is for me. So I might have that and then, and then in the next sentence, I'm like, well, this is a really cool and interesting upgrade that I've called in. All right. Is there anything here for me to explore? All right. So level two is the conditional responsibility. I take responsibility reluctantly. I choose what I'm responsible for on a case by case basis. I know I should take responsibility, but secretly don't agree with the idea that I'm responsible for certain things. This is totally where my son's at right now. It's like, "Mm, yeah, I'll take responsibility. Sure, I know that's what you want me to say, but I don't really know if I actually agree with that, (laughs) you know? So, you know, he's going to be 10. It's okay. We got some time, you know, to get this dialed in because that is the human nature. It is not my fault. Okay, fine. It's my fault. But it's like, it's not an embodied thought. (laughs) So level three is I am responsible which says, I am the cause of my life. I am the source of my experience, choices, decisions, and results. Level four says, I am ultimately ultimately responsible for everything. Without question, I am the sole uncontested author of my life and all my experience directly and indirectly, past, present, and future, whether I can see it, touch it or not, period, end of discussion, I am the leader and director of my purpose, dreams, visions, and goals. I chart my course and take responsibility for it all. Right, so those are the the four levels. Level one is victim. Everything happens to me. I am not responsible for anything. I am the effect of my circumstances. Level two is I will take responsibility if you say so. I don't really agree that I should be responsible, but I will say it because I know that's what I'm supposed to say. Level three is, yeah, I'm responsible. I'm the cause. Yep. And level four is like, let's go. I am the cause 
and I am the effect. So with love, compassion, and from a place of neutral observer, I want you to answer the following questions. What level do you hold yourself now for most things and most of the time? Where are you at? And then I would also like you to look at your desires and or your life in general. And what areas are you holding yourself at a level one or level two? Like what story have you been telling yourself? And then what is a new story? What is a different perspective? And that different perspective, it's what's going to empower you to shift to a level three or level four. Okay. This is really important. Wherever you think it's somebody else's fault, wherever you are blaming what is on something else, the economy, the gas prices, the, the inflation, this is all BS. If you are taking responsibility, you are responsible. And so again, like, can you go out there and change gas prices? No, but can you change the way that you view them in terms of how it affects you? This is abundant mindset. This is knowing that you are always supported because you are an abundant being. You are money. Money is you. Money is energy. So again, different conversation for a different day, but I'm just saying there are so many perception shifts available, even with the toughest things, especially with the toughest things. This is all for our growth and evolution as a human. This is all for the growth and evolution of our spiritual journey, I should say. So if you, you don't have to go deep with that, though, you can keep it rather surface level and still see so much. Like, how do you show up to your job? How do you show up to being a mom? How do you show up to being a wife? Where are you placing the blame in the relationship? Is it is it his fault all the time? If he wouldn't do this, then you wouldn't do this. If the kids wouldn't be this way, then you would feel this way. If, 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 right? There's so much where you can see where we give our power away. So the standard to which you hold yourself determines the speed of your results. And how you do one thing, right, is how you do most things. So if you want to experience success far greater than anything you could have ever hoped for, ever imagined, then we have to operate at the level four for everything all the time. This is the embodiment of this is happening for me, not to me. And I trust, I trust, I trust. So in addition to these exercises, I want you to really think about what you're deciding is true for you today. I want you to say, today I decide. And then feel the feelings of the highest potentiality that comes with that. Because if we don't take responsibility for it, if we don't take responsibility for our life, if we don't take responsibility for our dreams, if we don't declare that we are important, who's going to do that for us? Nobody's going to do that for us. This is literally up to us. I decide I want to 
live my life as full as I can live it. Buckle up. In order to do that, though, you need to take responsibility for everything that comes your way. If you don't do that, then welcome to a mediocre life. What do you choose? And this is one of those things that gets to evolve because we all have blind spots and we all have little boulders that we don't see. So even as I'm speaking this right now, I guarantee there's a spot in my life right now that I am a victim about, but I don't even see it. I don't even know it's there. But the minute I do see it is the minute that it is for me to free it. So whatever you see right now, you are ready to see because you are ready to heal it. You're ready to work on it. And this is a journey that evolves. You will evolve. But again, this is about holding yourself to a new standard because this is what's going to speed up your results. So we're choosing to operate at a level four. We're choosing to operate a level four with our thoughts, with our actions. And there's going to be times that you're going to want to have that human temper tantrum. Find somebody that you can do that, who doesn't spiral down with you, who knows you and knows that you know that you're responsible because it allows you to be human while also holding the frequency of a category four, which is you are ultimately responsible. You get to have the tantrum. You get to be human, but do it with people who hold the frequency that they know your truth. Your truth is your truth is your truth. Because if you go into these settings and you are venting and there is drama around the venting, you are pulling down your frequency. And ultimately, the frequency is everything. And a lot of people, that's how they even find conversation is to talk about negativity, complaints, drama. There can be a time and place for that, that those conversations can exist. You can talk about the government, you can talk about, you know, you know, the bombardment of toxins and these things like you can talk about these things you can talk about glyphosate but when we work with a category four we understand that we are responsible for our health i am taking full responsibility for my health so even though these things exist and i see them i am still responsible for my health I can't place the responsibility on my health on these things. Those are power leaks. I have a choice. I can always take aligned action. So again, you decide what, you, what, what is true for you today. You claim it and then feel the feelings of highest potentiality. It gets to be extraordinarily so Because I decided it to be so. This is your affirmation. This is your mantra. 
It gets to be extraordinarily so because I decided it to be so. So with that, this completes this experience. If you want to be immersed in the conversations of extraordinary living, extraordinary health, love, relationships, desires, all the things, um, we are having uh, amazing upgrades, continuous upgrades uh, inside my Vitalized Mastermind. We have a couple of spots open right now. This is a very intimate circle where we mastermind together a couple times a month and we have, you know, boxer chat that's ongoing. Uh, this is really an amazing place to be for so many reasons, but you know, it's like the last training call earlier this week was, you know, we did a healing family pattern session, uh, going back and finding the ancestor that, uh, you know, had disruption and chose that path of disruption. They chose to be victim and how that victim mentality created a pattern in the lineage that is now something that we're experienced with as our own pattern. So anyway, just really cool conversations. It's such an upgraded place to be. Uh, these women are passionate about health, passionate about upgrades, uh, passionate about doing the work. Um, they're just really incredible. So that's the Vitalized Mastermind. Again, it is the closest proximity group to me. It's uh, it's very intimate. It's where you see, um, yeah, just doing the work, hanging out, um, having really tough conversations. You know, they will bring things like, to me, like this, this is what's happening in my life. I can tell that my ego wants to take it over and I want to disrupt this pattern and I want to have an upgrade through this. So help me through this. You know, this is, this is what we're doing. It's like, I find that my relationship is pretty mediocre right now. I know we're capable of more. What do we do? So much good stuff there. So that, um, again, because there's only a, a couple of spots open at any given time, uh, you can just probably just message me directly on Facebook if you're interested, or you can DM me on Instagram. Um, this is currently set up to be a year long immersion experience. Um, so I can send you over those details. And then after reviewing the logistics of the retreat and the support, I have decided that I am opening up one spot to the catapult your dreams retreat, which is happening in Sedona in September of this year. Um, just looking at like how much support we have and the logistics of space. I'm like, we can absolutely hold one more person. And I am so excited to find out who this is going to be because already we have this extraordinary group of women coming together, um, all in the energy of upgrading our dreams. And I am certain without a doubt that this is going to be out of this world because this is very much where I have followed the breadcrumbs and things have been unfolding in a way that I don't even have words for. So I know that with each yes that has come through for the retreat, it brings in the next yes. And so whoever this is, I picture the most glorious cake and it's like so complete and it's so beautiful. And it's like, whoever this is, is like, you know, like that gorgeous flower on top. It's like the completion of our circle that we didn't even know we needed. Um, so if this is you, if you are ready to spend uh, some quality time together, to mastermind together, 
to go on adventures together to, uh, of course, we're going to have meditations and breathwork sessions and journaling. So there's going to be breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. I guarantee that um, there is going to be so many shifts and we have um, just, like I said, the support, we have amazing meals that will be, you know, nourishing for you. This is about sisterhood. Uh, the place itself is like out of this world. Um, so just, you know, beautiful backdrop out of every window that you look like it's, it's in Sedona, you guys, it's, it's amazing. Um, so we'll have time, we'll have downtime to just relax and embody the work that we're doing and integrate. And uh, there's a swimming pool that I'm going to make sure is heated because I do not like cold water um, to swim in. So heated, beautiful pool, Sedona heat. Um, yeah, just, you know, adventure, fun, connection, sisterhood. It'll change your life. I know that because um, doing mastermind retreats is what catapulted me into being able to lead a, a you know, a podcast called Fiercely Awakening. You know, I was putting these pieces together, but just being in that immersion of being on re a retreat with women and doing the work together, um, facing my limiting beliefs, like really getting clear about what I wanted was game-changing for me to embody this, you know, for this not to be something I read about in the book, but for me to be like, this is me. This is how I move forward in life. And so the Sedona Retreat is all about dreaming bigger than you ever have. And that is really the energy of Sedona. It's truly where dreams um, connect to us in really profound ways. And so I am super excited for that. Again, today is uh, May 19th. I am releasing one spot today here on the podcast. I will most likely email this out if it doesn't fill over the weekend uh, next week. So I would encourage you to reach out to me sooner than later if you are interested in exploring this, okay? I love this work, you guys. Like, I absolutely love this work. I know that a huge part of my purpose is this transformational work. Um, you know, of course, I love the health work. I love the root causes. I love mineralization. I love hydration. I love uh, addressing parasites and toxicity and all of that, but like, I know that the, what holds us all together, what speeds us up, what really is inviting us into that ascension is the mindset shifts and these upgraded conversations. So um, I, I love doing this work and journeying with you and to help you keep expanding into what you believe is possible and to help you tap into the frequency of extraordinarily so in every aspect of your life. So with that, so much love to you and I will see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff and then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening. I can't wait to connect with you.